everyone, welcome back to Morgan Hasn't Seen. Oh, it's the end, Janine, the end of the purge. Thank God it's the end of the purge. In fact, we should do the purge alarm thing, shouldn't we? We should go... <laughs> the purge, the annual purge, has come to an end. It's 7am on, what is it, March for something? What's the day of the purge? I feel like I should know this at this point. What, what day is the purge on? March. Some day in March. It's There's fine. a good trivia <laughs> question for everybody. What well, day actually, I'm is working the purge? On, actually, I'm working on a fun TikTok where I'm like kind of featuring a movie that takes place each month of the year. And I did see that, yeah, the purge does take place in March. So once I get yeah, into I that, then I'll know. <laughs> but, I just forgot what day it was. It yeah. does say, I think the earlier movies make a point of saying the exact day. I yeah. don't think these last the two movies we're talking about today really care what day it is at all. Um, because we do have a double feature to close out the series today. The first purge and the forever purge. Uh, the first purge, not to be confused with the purge, which was the first movie, which is the <laughs> yeah, one I actually really like. Yes. Um... It does get confusing, it, it does get confusing, but we've got that double feature, we have got that double feature, because we both didn't realise there was a fifth Purge movie. I mean, I knew there was, I just forgot there was, I forgot about it completely. Because <laughs> it came out seen. last year. Yeah. Um, and The Purge feels like a very 2010s uh, movie series, doesn't it, Janine, to me? It should not be seeping into the 2020s. We we should have moved on from, in era <laughs> terms, we should I have mean, moved on from movies of this kind now. But I mean, people love these movies, so they're going they to do. keep making more. They're going to find a way. But yeah, this came out in a, the weird time when, like, I think it was, like, streaming stuff and releasing movies that should have been theatrically released ah, at home and i think it was in a weird period of like getting back into the theater kind of vibe so that's kind of why i think i just completely forgot about it but yeah well <laughs> as as we all know streaming movies aren't real movies oh radical Ooh. statement no um <laughs> i don't i don't necessarily agree with that i was just trying to be you just rile people out up. there. Mm -hmm. yes. I don't know why I was trying to be out there. <laughs> That's not my personality at all, is it? What am I talking about anyway? We do have that double feature to close out the Purge series today. It's certainly been an interesting one. Yeah. Because you of were course, avoiding these movies like the plague. Yeah. So for you finally reason, watch for them reason. now. Well, and we know well, why. you've seen them now. <laughs> so I have seen yes. them now. I have seen them now. We know why. This has been explained throughout the yes. month yes. Um, as as to why. But you know, I, I don't, I don't, I, I don't have kind of violent hatred towards them. Yes, now, I mean which that's I suppose how is a positive. <laughs> yes, I mean in general, several things we've talked on these shows that you were very hesitant to watch, you've never outright hated. So. Have, um, has there not been like one? I feel like there's been one. Has there not been one? Has there not been a couple been, that have just been? I don't think there's been anything that you've outright hated. I think even if you weren't very favorable to it, you found things that you could enjoy in it. Purge anarchy. 
I would say the thing you probably didn't like the most maybe was Final Destination 4. Final Destination 4, <laughs> yeah, is just objectively poor. Purge <laughs> Anarchy, like, is definitely my least favorite of these five as well. Yes, well, wait, you know, you got to do your ranking at the end. Oh, yes, that's right. Yes, show. of course. So, um, <laughs> We do have to do something before we get into we our do. discussion on the uh, first and forever purges today as well that is of course say a big thank you to all our patrons of it's a wonderful podcast our wonderful patrons we Yay. love them dearly we cannot do what we do without their generous support if you would like to join them and become a patreon or become a patron go to patreon um dot com slash it's a wonderful one find the tier that is right for you there is also a donation link in the description as well um if you would like to support us in in that way because we 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 can't do it we can't do it without the wonderful support of these wonderful people and that is why we say a big thank you to them every single week yes that's the least they all deserve so we start off with a big thank you to marie zambino and thank you adam witt thank you to michael smith thank you maxwell haddad thank you amber coates thank you abby freel Thank you to 90s Comics Box, Janine's Big Brother Justin. Thank you, Video Drew. Thank you to Tina Farrow. Thank you, Marcus Burton. Thank you to Steve, Movie Fenobi. Uh, thank you for, to Samir Tesfai. Thank you, Patrick Harden. Thank you, John Mariano. Thank you to Calafis. Thank you to the great Ken Napsock. Thank you to Tom and Kimber of the Odd Shape Channel. Thank you, Eric Garcia. And thank you, of course, to Billy Pollahan. Yes. Yay. Patrons and you did applause. say, you know, my brother, one of our patrons, yes. today's actually his birthday. <laughs> so happy, happy birthday, birthday 90s Comics Box. <laughs> no, that's not his name, Justin. Happy birthday to Justin. Yeah. Yes. What a disappointing episode to have your birthday <laughs> celebration on. Yeah, he's probably never seen either of these movies. Sorry, bro. But, uh, I say a disappointing episode. Support. I say a disappointing episode. I, it's not necessarily a disappointing episode. Do we enjoy these movies? Let's start, I suppose, with the first yeah. Purge. A okay. movie, it has to be said, I, 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 I m might be the second best movie in these in this series. Wow, okay, because it's kind of doing the similar thing you've seen up to this point, but it also has a kind of interesting spin on it well i think before watching these first uh these last two movies i finally realized in my head and in my heart that the purge <laughs> movies are just not horror movies like i finally <laughs> realized this and, and and allowed myself to watch them not really expecting a horror movie expecting obviously the the the, the violent action that you get all the time with the purge movies but i think that allowed my my watch of, of the first purge to be a little bit more enjoyable i wasn't sat there going i wish it was actually horror focused well i mean aside from the kind of big bombastic john mcclane diehard ending i feel like this this one feels more horror after the first one than the other two, than possibly election year. Possibly, but 
but I think it's I think it's a very very focused movie actually because it's well, yes. a smaller scale because it's this prequel because it's it's showing the installment of 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 the purge as a concept they call it the experiment it's all very you're seeing the the big alarm thing and the uh, the announcements and all the things we've come to be used to from the purge movies you're seeing them all happen for the first time you know the new founding fathers being a growing force not necessarily in power but being a growing force and having this influence to uh, install this this idea this test on uh, Staten Island isn't it yeah and it's uh, because it's quite small in scale it allows you to really get stuck into a certain number of very specific characters which is to this movie's great benefit I think it does not overblow itself which is something i felt like the purge and icky did and what i liked about election year is that you were really kind of focused a lot of the time on about four characters right you were yes. focused on on, on mckelty williamson on, on frank grillo and then the new president and betty gabriel pretty much yeah Yes. For, for for the vast, vast majority of that movie. This feels very similar to that. But this has got, like, character depth to it. Not just in terms of what's going on in the movie, but these characters seem to have a past almost with each other. Yes. Which is, is an interesting idea. And, and not really something you've seen from the Purge movies. The Purge movies kind of up until this point kind of act in their own time and space in terms of everybody's relationship to everybody else you yeah. don't really get like oh this happened five years ago and this is why we kind of half hate this person no it's just very kind of you're poor i'm rich i'm the rich one i'm going to kill you because you're the poor one that's kind of the attitude of the characters yeah. in this but this is very very personal there's like gang warfare going on in this movie and you're stripping away a bit of the rich poor element of it because you are you're making here, it entirely poor yes and you do have your hierarchy in terms of um you know we have a kind of like our street boss kind of character yeah powerful so they're gang on a, yes so they're kind of on a different level than you know some other people who you know, like the group of people who have to kind of bunker up in her church, whereas, yeah. you know, our lead guy, he kind of has his little, you know, penthouse where he can kind of hold up. Yeah. Um, so I like that about it. I really, really do like that about it. Um, this is what I mean when I say it feels like, it feels like the most actual rounded characters since the first yeah. movie. Yeah. And Which I, think, I really um, did appreciate. And I do appreciate the creator of this whole series, James DeMonico. He wrote and direct. He wrote all the films. He directed the first three. And knowing that this one was going to be kind of primarily black people, black characters, yeah. he actually hired a black director to, to speak to that. 
this, this probably so yeah he did it because he wanted to feature a black director this is a new black director as well so he wanted to give him that opportunity and he wanted to get somebody who could speak to that experience so he got gerard mcmurray who i think this is his, maybe his first thing he's done okay um, first film he's done i think um to speak to that and the same thing with uh forever purge as well he got a mexican director Okay. Who, you know, and both of them, he said, you know, based off of what James DeMonico had written, they both were kind of like, well, I don't know if, you know, we would say something like that, you know, so they were able to kind of, you know, bring in, you know, their natural way of kind of saying things or doing things and inform him on how somebody, you know, would act in that situation. So I appreciated yeah, I that, like he, that he really took that into account in making I do like I do like that. Even though, yes, okay, you, you you could view both both these last two movies, I suppose, as as having some stereotyping in there. Yeah. Some, not necessary, not to the. I don't think the level of purge anarchy, which which almost tonally is a stereotypical movie. I think. I think I talked Please. about it, or I spoke about it. In the episode, on the episode Please. where there there was there was a, a a Southern California yellow filter to everything, you know, like the the hazy yellow of of L.A. of of poor L.A. Yeah, that you always get in action movies that just like oh I don't <laughs> want, just just have yeah. your movie look normal. You don't need this weird thing on it, but every movie of its kind it. yeah. has it. It's weird. Um. So maybe, maybe there are a little bit of stereotypical things going on in the movies, well, but least... <laughs> that is a thing to applaud. That that I mean... that idea of having a black director for a, a very predominantly black story in the first purge, and a Mexican yeah. director for a very predominantly Mexican story in the in the Forever Purge is, is very commendable. Yeah, I really appreciated him kind of having that foresight to think about who's going to be watching these movies, who these characters are to really flesh them out and make them feel real in kind of this very far-fetched situation. Um, so yeah. I think that's what what made the characters really interesting in both of these films because, you know, they're not, you know, amazing <laughs> movies by any means in terms of other horror films since it kind of wants to call itself horror. Um, but I think overall you can at least appreciate the characters and appreciate the relationships that are set up in both of these movies. I do think that's something that, that they both do do quite well, yeah. actually. Um I think I think I just think the first purge is more focused. It it still feels like a purge movie. It's got the interest of being a prequel, so you're seeing the you know, the the first installment of everything the kind of the intrigue of where it all came from the fact that marissa tomei is the brainchild you know the 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 one behind the purge which is Mm -hmm. just ridiculous why is marissa tomei coming up with this idea i know it's not she's obviously (laughs) just the one 
she's the psychoanalyst one. She's the one who says, well, this might be good for people. She's not the politically influenced one. She's very yes, apolitical. She, she makes a point to say that, yeah, that she's not, doesn't lean on either way. She's just very interested in how this could potentially, you know, help society. And so, you know, even though, because like we've talked about in these things, like the purge is literally all crime but no one ever really goes for the all crime everybody really just goes for the killing and that's kind of the, i think the most the one thing that i think would be more cathartic than anything else in yeah. any way so that always ends up being the focus even though all crime is legal <laughs> do you feel like this one you know this the first purge also feels like I know it's a social experiment. I know the whole point of the movie is to be a social experiment, but it does feel like, you know, I think it makes a point to, to make you watching it feel like you're watching a social experiment yourself because it does cut from, your, you know, your kind of main action with these kind of gang leaders and, and street thugs and people who have bad blood between each other and, it kind of all comes to a head on, yeah. on on this, you know, during this experiment. But you're cutting from that to people watching footage of it all, like writing data down and kind of studying clocking it. times, really, really closely studying what's going on. Like, oh, we've got our first purge kill. And it's like massive news. It's going around the place. Yeah. Going like around when the everywhere. first kill oh, look, happens. Someone's killed someone. Yeah, when the first it's like kill an happens, episode it's major of Big news. Brother. <laughs> yeah, I mean, kind of. And I think it's also really interesting because if you watch the first three movies, it kind of leads you to believe that over time to now getting up to the third movie or the, even the second movie, people are getting tired of the purge. People do not. Yeah back the purge people choose to just stay home and not purge so the new founding fathers has to now send people out to to do killing to kind of fudge the numbers and make the purge look more successful and more booming than it actually is because more and more people just aren't don't have the taste for what the purge has become but if we're watching this very first movie this study it's already showing that people really weren't even without uh, financial money incentive people still yeah. weren't wa weren't going out in record numbers to purge and uh, from the start so it's already kind of i think a, a nice little goodwill nod that people are not weren't interested from the start really to to go crazy uh in participating in the purge because yeah. it took them a long time for for the one kill to happen and you know you see the people analyzing and studying it and all of them are watching like oh nothing's happening yet you know we're having a, a low kind of reaction to to what's going on and so yeah i think it was a nice kind of thing because i think these all these movies you know they don't claim to be subtle <laughs> but they do no, like to <laughs> but they do like to have this kind of hopeful air about them by the end of the film in terms they of they try you know, Yes, in terms of America and, and human nature and things like that. So I liked seeing that, you know, it wasn't a gradual thing that people gradually started kind of weaning off, you know, purging and, and not wanting to purge. That from the very beginning, uh, people had the nature in them, at least these people, um, to not, even with a cash incentive, because that's what they were doing to get people to stay. Like you stay and you get a little bit of money if you actually go out and participate 
and purge, you'll get more money. Um, and still people weren't really doing much when they're first that, kind of looking at this test. So no, so it, it adds to kind of that hopeful message of, you know, people aren't as terrible as maybe you would think them to be. <laughs> Which what a, what a lovely, a lovely thought that that is because <laughs> yeah. obviously what I thought the purge was, was just watching random acts of violence after random acts of violence. And this is what, this is what happened, admittedly, I think, in anarchy and election year. As as much as I enjoyed some elements to to it, particularly election year, I think there was plenty of just people going about killing people for the sake of killing people because they could and it was the purge. You don't really get that in the first purge. It is very, like, People that are actually committing these crimes, for the vast majority of the part, are, I mean, I know it's a strange thing to say, but they're doing it for a reason. Because we've established character dynamics. We've established the this certain neighbourhood, almost, haven't we? Yeah. And we, we understand the big players in it. We understand that... We understand why people's attitudes towards other people and, and why they may explode on purge night when they are allowed to. It it doesn't feel random. This movie, you, you know, the, the 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 violence in this movie, I yeah. should say, which I really do like. I like that there's a purpose to it because. What is Morgan terrified of? Random acts of violence. Why didn't Morgan want to watch the Purge movies? <laughs> Random acts of violence. What does this movie not give me? Random acts of violence. It gives me purposeful acts of violence. And because I watch, obviously, all kinds of horror movies with all kinds of violence in it, purposeful violence, I've got no issue with it. Movie. Yes. It and... makes sense to me because... I don't know. This doesn't scare me. This doesn't scare me. Randomness scares me. The 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 idea of walking down the street and just being stabbed because I can scares me, you know. But having a reason behind it just it focuses your story, which is is what I I think the first purge does really well. It has a very very clear story to it, but it just makes what happens it just makes the actual ultra violence of the purge movies mean something that's more than just oh let's watch somebody get the head bashed in you know which is yeah and is is good it's i like that depth to it and i know i'm talking about depth in a purge movie <laughs> that, that, that that i shouldn't that doesn't have phenomenal levels of depth but my god does it have more depth than in terms of character than the last two movies did even though like i said election year had great thematic qualities to it i think this has less good thematic qualities to it but i don't think that's the focus of this movie the focus of this movie is that character story the focus of election year was that very political themes for their political thematic story rather yeah. than specific depth of character yes and what i liked about this was this felt very plausible 
to how this thing kind of would start. They're interviewing people. Um, they're kind of asking their takes. We have this really creepy guy, Skeletor. He kind of gives them the, the term purge and they kind of perk up. Oh, that's an interesting term. So then we kind of get where the purge name comes from. They show us, you know, the little pamphlets and the, and the cash incentive. They talk about the blue Batesia flowers and what yes. they signify. And, and, you know, you get these like crazy light up lenses if you're going out so that the cameras can watch you. If you do in fact take the kind of, extra incentive to go out and purge which is uh, we have our character naya and her brother i think his name's isaiah um you know they're living in a poor apartment she's trying to take care of her little brother he's tired of this life so he kind of is doing you know kind of gangster stuff on the street selling drugs behind her back and, and trying to just get them out of this life and so he sneakily kind of when he's doing his interview he says yes i want to get more money and and participate so they give him you know, the glasses or the the little lenses and all that stuff so that he can actually participate. Um, and uh, then we have our Dimitri character as well. He's kind of our, <laughs> he ends up being our big John McClane kind of figure at the end. He's kind of the big street boss. Um, and he, I like, you know, he, even though he's kind of, you know, it, into some very criminal activity, he, they, still are able to kind of betray him as a hero in the neighborhood as a you know as a kind of beacon we have um, a figurehead yes yes because i appreciate that even though you know the purge is happening and you know everyone could be going crazy he tells his guys his crew like no we're not going to participate in this you know and i like his kind of insight about it as well he's like i don't understand it so i don't trust it yeah. And he can be honest about that. He doesn't have some ego about, you know, trying to act like he gets it. But he's like, if I don't, it doesn't make sense to me. I, I don't trust that. Um, it's not so a surprise he, that he doesn't understand it or anything like that because, or he feels, you know, kind of um, reluctant towards it. Yeah. Because we see that from its very start in this movie. It's a political idea. It is not this let's help people. It is a let's kill the poor situation. That's yes. what this is. The new the new founding fathers are all, you know, up in Marissa Tomei's grill going, hmm, it's a good idea this Marissa Tomei. What if we could use it to murder the poor people? Yes, and the fact that it's kind of this neighborhood area, now it's like, these poor people killing other poor people for it's the, the new founding father's dream yeah killing each other we don't have so the, to do anything the real yeah the real test is if if we can get poor people to take themselves out you know if this thing goes big then you know the poor are taking out the poor and the rich are taking out the poor too and that just doubles you know tag teams the situation that we're trying to you know Janine. eradicate how anybody voted for the new founding fathers i do not know well i what mean a, when, a horrific we... <laughs> ideology yes. to have i mean once we get to the forever purge we see they vote were voted right back in after oh uh, well yeah they did after charlie roan had her her two terms um at least she so, had two terms you know yes yes so you know we were talking about how we really appreciate this movie taking the time to establish these characters make them interesting and and see kind of these really cool relationships so naya the 
the girl who, you know, is taking care of her brother. She's actually this activist fighting against this purge. And, you know, she, she can see what it is. You know, they're trying to incentivize these people to kill each other, basically, for money. And so, you know, she's kind of leading protests. We see her before, the, I think, the day of or the night, the day before. This purge is about to kick off. She's, you know doing these protests against the purge um and they show that she did have a previous relationship with dimitri they were a couple yes. but she just was not down with his you know criminal lifestyle and she didn't want to be any part of that so she broke it off with him but they still seem you know when they do talk they have like you know you can tell they set up enough that there's still kind of some love there yeah, um, the, the, there's definitely a, a, a fondness there's a sense yes that and that this is just one thing if he was ha, was not doing these criminal yeah. things that he's doing so when her brother is kind of secretly dealing drugs and stuff like that um we see that crazy skeletor guy from the interviews try to buy drugs from him and then he ends up like having a razor blade in his knife in his mouth and, yeah and cuts her brother and then she sees this and realizes what he's doing and the the person he ultimately who's the top of the chain of command that he's working for is dimitri so then she kind of goes to dimitri blames him but he's like i don't like i'm too high up like i don't know who's working for me i don't know this so i you know i know your little brother i saw him grow up i would never want him to be a part of this life i would never put him in that position so you know he, he even though he's doing what he's doing he's they still make him feel very commendable and you know they, like they a, do a figurehead. But... <laughs> I think Dimitri needs to pay attention to his staff. You know, <laughs> I think he should be aware of who's working the corners for him. Yes, I mean, and he seems very much like he's involved in in a lot of what he's doing, and and he's a good leader, and he has a lot of respect, and and he's smart enough to kind of figure out different things in the chain of his command. Uh, like he does have a guy, capital A, who's like, I want to purge. How dare you tell me I can't purge? And then he has to kind of like his first lieutenant lady, like kick capital A's ass and says, no, we're, we're not purging tonight. And, and so like, he seems very kind of wise on things. So yeah, it, would seem, it seems, you know, so I don't know if that just speaks to how big his kind of organization is that he, you know, doesn't even know, you know, way down low who's who's kind of working for him but he is he is definitely the most interesting character arguably since you know the guys from since probably ethan hawk from the first movie um i know frank grillo is kind of frank grillo does have that kind of interest in revenge deal in in anarchy and then the protective deal in, in election year. Yeah. But I still feel like his characters are very one note kind of. Yeah. Not mm -hmm. one note, not not like dismissive but, of them. Yes, not but they're, they're very they're very what you know, one focused focus. on one thing and that's their yes. whole that's in their this whole movie, deal. that's their whole thing. In this movie, that's their whole thing. Um, yeah. with yeah I, I see that with his characters but this but, guy he's kind of giving you all kinds of things like he really you know he, he feels like a boss but he also feels like this figurehead of the community uh he feels like someone who can be sensitive to what naya you know somebody that this girl who seems very kind of headstrong and like a good person who who she could be be in love with him at some point you know um, he could be this and this big kind of John McClane action hero at the yeah, end. Yeah, so which is. is giving, he's definitely giving you a lot, and, and I appreciate that. And then he, he 
but he kind of like he becomes this John McClane action hero reluctantly because he kind yeah, of yeah he's not even trying in the experiment yeah because he? he is not trying to to participate he's chilling in his pad um one of his lieutenants or somebody sends him up some girls and uh yeah this is when the purge is kind of kicking off and uh capital a is pissed he's like i don't care what he says i'm gonna do what i want so capital a is gonna use this opportunity to make a move to kind of be the new leader and take out dimitri so the two girls capital that kind a of- for <laughs> arts yes essentially yes uh so the two girls that do get sent up to entertain dimitri turn out to have been paid by capital a to kill him so then there's a whole kind of Mm. fight where he's basically having to kick these girls ass and their names i believe are anna and elsa brilliant (laughs) so we get a fun little frozen reference in there um why would it not be yes so then it's like a whole kind of you know war within a war kind of going on with now him having to deal with capital a and that's what gets him kind of in the mix um and then of course we get our you know things aren't happening good enough for you know the people doing these tests uh people aren't killing enough people aren't out purging enough we have a bunch of people you know naya and and her friends and kind of people she she shares a building with they're all kind of holed up in a church because they wanted to stay on the island so they could at least you know get paid and and even everyone who stayed on the island didn't get paid like naya i don't think she you know got paid to stay she which i think is a scam (laughs) <laughs> that the new founding fathers are, are, are pushing. Not that the, the new founding fathers in general are a, a scam and a dangerous scam. Yes, that. yes. Um, I, we, we should God damn the new founding fathers. Never mind God bless the new founding fathers. Yeah, no, we, don't want, we don't want any they're blessing. terrible from the start. Um, they can so, be yeah. damned to hell for all I care, <laughs> yes. the new founding fathers. They dreadful are, people. They're they're pretty terrible. And we know the dreadful people. They don't get more dreadful than they got in election year. That that's that's peak new founding fathers dreadfulness. Yes, but I kind of like year. I kind of like that they have lost quite a bit of control by the end of, of Forever Purge, which we'll get into. Oh well um. they have, but <laughs> Is that for the benefit of, of no. everybody? No, <laughs> no, 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 it is not. No, it's okay. Not. The new founding fathers don't necessarily have power anymore, but now powers with even somewhat more dangerous people, like not organized. At least, <laughs> at least the new founding fathers <laughs> are organized about. Organized about <laughs> yes, which they are here as well, because we've seen movies where they send their own kind of SWAT militia people in to to purge and and bump up the number so this happens here as well not enough people are purging so they start sending in people yeah and you're getting people with some like very offensive masks and things like oh, that yeah, horrendous horrendous yes. things are going like, on black face masks and things like that so there's, there's, um, is there not like a truck full of people dressed as the clan yes i think so and uh yeah so that's kind of what leads to the big climax at the end is when you know they send people in to kind of purge when not enough people are purging because the first kill that does happen is from skeletor and we do actually see somebody who's looting so we're like okay yeah yes finally 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 the looting this guy who's just trying to steal money from an atm and then he gets killed by skeletor and it's the first kill i've been waiting for looting for four movies right but we also get these fun ladies who are just drinking and like with their shopping cart playing some funk music and throwing like yeah. little 
little uh, stuffed animal bombs and just laughing and having a good old time. <laughs> That's what the purge should be about. That as we wrap up our discussion on the first purge that is what the purge should all be about never mind murder and robbery and even looting right what it should be about is all those little crimes that you're going to get kind of told to stop doing messing about on the street loudly yes yeah, so that's, that's why i love those characters i like having seeing things like that um but we have, you know, you got to have your kind of creepy people to make this movie, you know, so they can put that horror moniker on it. So, um, sure. So Naya does learn that her brother and he had lied to her and said he left, but he stayed on the island. And now, you know, oh, Skeletor, people are having freaking street parties and Skeletor finds his way into one of these parties and kills a bunch of people. He does. He's a he's an unhinged person. He's yes. an unhinged person, mm -hmm. is his old Skeletor. It's like <laughs> actual Skeletor from from uh, Masters of the Universe. Masters of the Universe, yeah. <laughs> Might as well be actual Skeletor. He's that weird. Um, yes. But yeah, um, no, I, 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 I did really quite enjoy this movie. Um, as a, as a action drama more than anything else because that that's what it is i finally realized i finally realized as i p was putting this movie on not to view these as horror movies and i watched it as an action drama and i really appreciated it as exactly that well i think what makes it feel horror for me i think after moving it away from the home invasion is just kind of the street level violence of it. Because if you're in that situation on the street alone, I think that of is course, kind of very yes. scary. In it is. Itself. So I do like the street level kind of on the run aspect and trying to run and hide from things and people popping out and people grabbing you in certain places. Oh, you know, yes. I mean, that's very unpleasant. That <laughs> if you saw that movie, very yes. much, um, uh, <laughs> kind of call out of a certain uh grab a woman by the you know what oh that's uh, so, right i've forgotten yes. about that she and of course she has to kind of vocalize <laughs> that's she, you know yeah so that now makes it seem like it's just yeah. painfully obvious and you're I just mean... trying to make a very obvious <laughs> Yeah. Almost joke. Almost yes. joke. Because like I was into it, and then it was just like, oh, okay. oh that's why. I, I know you. I know you're not subtle, purge. But this was that was like okay. Yeah. That was really wasn't subtle. Um. Uh, so <laughs> go and be not subtle, the purge. Yes. You do it. You're yes. successful, aren't you? So. But who, I do. Who are I, we? Yes, but I mean, in terms of seeing what happens to poor Marissa Tomei, who's just in this whole thing, yes. the science of it, and then you know when she is kind of like these aren't you know neighborhood people these are people you sent in and when she kind of is, is on to uh this kind of sean spicer looking guy uh of what's really going on they end up executing her you do yes it's, it's horrible. i hate the new founding fathers Jimmy. yes it's terrible like um so yeah and they kind of do it under this oh you know your country will remember you well Nonsense. kind of thing they give her before Nonsense. they execute her um Dribble. so yeah yes naya goes out in the streets to try to find her brother once she finds out that he stayed on the island and he's kind of on the run because you know skeletor killed all these people he is too nervous to kind of take on skeletor himself so he runs off and so you know now this puts them on the street um we get a very kind of 
hard representation of that church killing that actually happened in real life because we have all of yeah. a bunch of people holed up in this church and the kind of uh, NFFA militia kind of go in there. And I, I, I like how they filmed it to work. You know, we didn't need, they didn't even show us what it looked like inside. You just see kind of the, the guy, the militia people coming out and you, 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 that's enough to tell you what happened. Um, yeah. We have some characters who are friends of Nia's talking about how they survived because they had to put other people's blood on them. They hid under dead bodies. Like just very, I feel like this was one of those kind of references that while everything does feel very heavy handed in terms of what they're, what they're kind of depicting in, in, in comparison to real world things, I feel like this one was done very well. I would agree with that. Actually, yeah. I, I I would agree with that. They do they do like to do these kind of things, don't they? And they call out a hell of a lot of real world horribleness, which yeah. you've got to appreciate. I suppose the Purge movies for for doing that. Yes, um, it's just sometimes you do wish they were they were more they were treated more like that was treated that actually kind of makes you sit and and go, oh wow, rather than just going, oh stop beating me over the head with somebody grabbing someone's situation you know <laughs> yeah yeah so yeah i mean and then just to kind of get to our big finale so we can move on to talk about the forever purge but yeah um you know dimitri he's now on the street having having to take out capital a it turns into this whole situation where now these militia people have taken out a lot of his dudes he's realizing what's going on that those people are and it becomes about a neighborhood protection thing for him so he kind of gets who he can get and tries to just you know he sees that there's manipulation happening so he's like i'm gonna protect my neighborhood from these invaders essentially so yeah. that's kind of where that big set piece comes in he goes to naya's apartment to help her because he knows she's kind of stuck up there in trouble and uh you know we get naya and some of the other neighborhood people and and her brother they kind of are held up in her apartment and so they have to kind of figure out ways to fight these guys who are invading this apartment and so there's kind of some good resourcefulness with our characters and then dimitri kind of comes in and we get our big kind of action fight sequence where he's kind of going down all these different floors like killing a bunch of dudes and and it, it's a lot of fun and i think the fights actually the action of the, those scenes are really well are really well uh, uh done so so yeah oh, definitely I kind of, definitely <laughs> I, it was extreme but i kind of I had fun with this big you know seeing this you know hot black dude and a wife beater really just going to town and and kicking ass it was very fun you know seeing that in in the theater when i first saw it so i the 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 the, the trouble with what you've just said there is you've <laughs> you've just said hot black dude in a wife beater which is just two opposite things I don't understand why. I don't understand why people refer to them as that. I really don't understand. Because I know why. I, think... I know why. I know why. I know why. I just don't understand why they refer to them as that. Yeah, what I a mean, horrible word. Yeah, I mean, I think they were mostly worn by redneck, <laughs> redneck yes, hillbilly men who beat their wives. Uh, most, the mostly, <laughs> yes, mostly. Wait a stereotype, Janine. But yes, mostly I mean... worn by people who are the villains of the Forever Purge, it has to be said. But yes. Perhaps. Wild, heavy racists, okay. which is... White is tank top. White tank top. Vest. <laughs> it's it's just a vest. vest. No, it's not but a vest. the fact that you call 
a waistcoat, a vest, ruins the idea of a vest. A vest ha- for us, a vest has buttons. That's exactly, a waistcoat. <laughs> This is the this is the issue. This is the confusion of our of our languages. This is the issue. <laughs> yes, um, but, but no. Um, yes, the first purge a really a well structured movie, a really very a very good movie, a really focused movie, a movie that I think doesn't go um, aggressively over the top in favor of actually just telling a good story, telling a a story that means something and still having all your all your all your typical purgisms in there all your typical political themes Things in, in there. there but i think grounded by characters that you actually kind of care about so absolutely um yes and you know what happens from here obviously yeah um, so then we kind of end the film with our sean spicer talking about how successful this first kind of purge situation was and that they're going to go forward as early as the next year which is is perhaps what they do do (laughs) and that's where the actual first movie yeah. so it's been a couple of yeah so no i think it's been a couple of years okay and this is now another year of purging when the first movie starts so now we get to the forever purge which takes place after uh uh, a hell of a long elect- time election year so it's it's charlie roan has eliminated the purge she had her two-year term and and her two everybody her two was term, happy for her, her two terms and it's been eight now eight years later she's no longer in office and the nffa has been voted back in which very feels very much you know what america would probably do it feels you know what Ginny? it feels very much what everybody would do because we're just as weird yeah, essentially, um, and really so we we have our couple a couple from Mexico uh, coming into the states, um, and the the guy which I had no idea was Tino Huerta, who is our Namor yes. in Black Panther. So it was what really a nice, like, okay, yeah, yeah. What, a, what a nice, um, I suppose first first viewing viewing. Why am I calling it a of, viewing? Of his, yeah, just of him of seeing him he's in not, action. He's not an exhibition. <laughs> yeah, but yes, I mean, first, uh, performance from him. him. Yes, yeah, I, I have him never seen in, him in, in anything else yes, before. Me, me neither. So that was kind of awesome. I'm like, I got excited. Like, okay, yeah, we get to see him. Um, and so we get to kind of see their lives since coming to the states. They're in Texas, I believe, and and he's kind of become a ranch hand who's really good with the horses and stuff, making the rich son uh of of the ranch owner look bads played by josh yes. lucas so josh lucas very much does not like him and then he has some very much underlying racial kind of feelings and yeah number one point josh lucas in a movie this side of 2006 what's going on i know we haven't um, seen him in a minute like he just became the voice of, I think, Home Depot in commercials. Is it Home Depot or Lowe's? I don't know. But yeah, he now I he I just hear his voice in hardware store commercials and haven't really oh, seen well, him anything. Okay. Um, I actually I'm, was watching a thing where J Lo said he was her best on screen kiss. So I always see him and I'm like, what? Okay, well, if, if I haven't seen you in a movie in a minute, at least you got that. <laughs> Go and see at least you got that, Josh. Yeah. Um, <laughs> Yes, Josh Josh Lucas 
playing what I would I would say is it's a very good role for Josh Lucas. It works yeah. for Josh Lucas for some reason. His face looks like he would be a little bit of a racist. I know that's I know you that's know just making very but a, a racist a racist who doesn't think they're racist a racist who doesn't think they're racist. An image of Joss Lucas, a racist who does not think they're racist. I I do not mean to profile Josh Lucas. No, I do apologize. I like, I like Josh Lucas, but um, yeah, no, oh, I was sure. good to see him because I like I, everything I've seen him and I've liked him in it. So, um, I, I was his, like, oh, good his... to see him in something because I feel like I haven't seen him, like you said, it in a hot minute and, and in stuff. in ages. Yeah, yeah. His his father is played by the the a police guy from halloween who yeah from the new halloween films. from the new halloween films who's it no he is in halloween as he's, he's in halloween as well as the what? as the young guy i'm fairly certain unless i unless i am wildly mistaken he no, is he's in, he's in the new david gordon green halloween he film. is in the new david gordon green but is he not the same individual from halloween 78 no, that was in the, the young the, the 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 younger am i thinking of a totally different movie uh, no i are you thinking of the 78 flashback that was in halloween kills possibly <laughs> possibly what? quite possibly yes <laughs> what am i thinking of I am i not thinking, of, thinking the, of. of the correct i don't know what i'm thinking of he's also I, was in I, remember the titans people might know him from that but yeah is that dude anyway that laurie strode likes Yes. In Halloween. Yes. Yeah. I don't know where you're going with that. No, I'm 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 <laughs> rapidly trying to search something now. Um yes. but that's beside the point. Anyway, he's yes. Will just Patton. in the movie. Will Patton. Yes. So he is the ranch owner where uh Tenochi Huerta's character works. And uh yeah, him and his wife have made a good life for themselves. His wife, she's working at a restaurant, kind of doing managing stuff for this guy, Darius. So they're all do they're thriving, they're doing well. Um, she's kind of always talking to to Tenoch about, hey, you really need to practice your English. We're in America now, but he he is still very much like, no, this is not does not feel like home to me. Um, so I like that they, you know, we have time to sit with them. We have time to see them kind of build this life in America, and kind of their opposing feelings. She's open and hopeful to you know what they have gained in America, but he's very much like this still just does not feel home like home to me. Um, and then it's the night before the purge, the ranch people, you know, uh, all have their kind of nice house to stay in. And some of the other ranch hands, we have one who's very much kind of talking about and, and Will Patton's character, he, you know, the, this ranch owner, he actually gives them like some extra purge insurance money or whatever. So he goes to like yeah. each ranch hand and gives them. So we see he's a good person, but he's also that kind of person who makes excuses for the racists in his life. <laughs> you know a little bit yes so you know when i've realized when... i was confusing will Patton with um with with, with lee brackett the guy who plays lee oh, brackett. The, who actually plays that that very very old man yes that's um... what i was confusing him with i'm sorry <laughs> yes he was in halloween kills and uh yes yes in, i'm sorry no so that's not him but no yes uh uh so yeah like 
he seems like a very nice guy, but he is kind of making excuses for his son to know Chuerta actually calls out his son. Like, I don't know. I think your son's probably not a great person. And he's like, oh no, he was just, you know, jealous because he saw you do so well with the horse and you just made him look bad. So yeah, he's very much that type. Like a good person at heart, but he, he will still make excuses for the racist people in his life. Um, this movie to me, didn't necessarily feel like a purge movie. And whether that's a good thing or a bad thing, oh. I couldn't tell you. Okay. It's just a very different thing. Um, Tonal-wise, because this movie basically barely takes place on purge night, because it's it's the forever purge, the point of this movie is, is that the purge people... has happened, the purge has finished for the evening, or for the morning, and then people just decide we don't want to finish yeah we want to continue this purge so they go beyond you know the the law of what the purge has been set up and decide to continue to purge after that so basically the movie's not set at night it's set in in daylight It's it's in texas it's on a ranch it's not in like the the kind of urban areas mm -hmm. that you that you've come to expect from purge movies it is a a large, bright, kind of wide, big movie yeah. that really doesn't feel like the kind of confined, tense, chase, dark purge movies that you've seen for the last four of them. Even yeah, even the very very first thing. movie, even the and very I first think... movie is 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 that focused, isn't it? It's but this is. This is totally different. This this really didn't feel like a purge movie to and me, and I, I had to kind of grasp that it still was. Well, I like that about it because I feel like you yeah. know, you've done four movies where it's very much the similar thing. So if you're going to do a fifth movie, you need to do something different. So I liked the kind of idea of that, that, you know, people would, you know, we had that whole insurrection and, and people kind of, you know, Trump thinking he could contain the type of rhetoric that he was you know spouting and and he thought he could kind of contain and control the ideas that he was putting out there and how people would perceive them and and act them out only for it to kind of get out of hand and Mm. go to the extreme and then we get you know what what happened so i feel like that is very much what has happened in terms of the nffa they have this very much controlled thing but you know, and you radicalize people enough, but you can't contain radicalism. People are going to go off and take it to this crazy extreme. So, yeah, especially we, with the people that are already radical to begin with. Yes, they're going to take it within their own hands. Like you've armed them, make make you know, built them up, making them feel like you know they have all this freedom. Uh, you know. And then they take it to the extreme and then you've lost control of your beast that you've kind of been building up this whole time. And like, I really wasn't even sure what the premise of this movie was going into it. So that was kind of an interesting surprise because it's like, you know, people hunker down for the purge. We do get a little hint of one of the ranch hands talking about how, you know, screw these people they're just rich and they're using us and blah 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 and you don't really think anything of it the rich people bunker down for the night uh to know Tuerta and his wife they find a kind of purge station to kind of bunker up in for the yeah. night serving food and whatever and the purge happens they get over it they come out for the day 
It, yes, it's an incredibly yes. safe purge night. Yes. And you're like, wait, what? And you see a little bit of something. The wife, she kind of goes up to the rooftop. She gets a gun. She's looking at stuff, talking to one of the military guys. And he's kind of like, how do you know how to use this gun? How do you da 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 da? And so we get a little hint that she might have some little, you know, something going on with her. Um, but yeah, just how they kind of built up these characters and built up this story, I thought was really interesting. Because, yeah, I was not expecting it to kind of take that turn. Uh, to know Tuerta goes to the ranch to go to work and he sees like the gates open things don't look right and the whole kind of rich family is being held hostage by one of the ranch hands who who is just is not happy with the hierarchy of you know this situation and the wife she shows up to work and gets like stuck in this crazy purge trap (laughs) and so that's when things go sideways and we're like what is going on here and that's kind of where the action kicks off so definitely like a weird different vibe and i was kind of very very different the daylight and um then it's It's also kind of this during daytime it's the purge and it's bright outside and everybody can see everything and it's it's kind of well it's not hidden in the darkness is it It, it's right in front of your face you you can see for miles it's and everything's just there the violence is just showing yes to you you almost Mm -hmm. you almost really appreciate this movie for taking this different attitude to it because while i've just said okay it felt didn't necessarily feel like a purge movie that's almost to the movie's benefit because it it needed as a series as a movie series it needed to do something a little bit different although what would it have done next it had just made another version of purge anarchy right yeah surely so after the first purge but it does something totally totally different it does it does and like you know we've had race and hierarchy kind of be the biggest themes in all of these films but we haven't really seen the idea outside of the first one really of you know with the family the white affluent family having to kind of team up with this poor black man in order to kind of get through the night so now we're seeing that again which i think was a really interesting element in the first one where you're having this rich family and you know these poor ranch hands and they already have kind of set up this bit of discrimination and now they all have to kind of team up and work together to get because once kind of we get news of the forever purge kind of blowing up all over the states of people just still purging out outside of purge hours. We see a news anchor reporting it and he just gets killed right then, you know, on the street and like crazy visuals like that, Canada and Mexico open up their borders for people to kind of come across and get out of America because America's now gone crazy. So now, you know, we have our rich kind of ranch people and then to Tuerta and his wife and all of them kind of having to team up and work together to get to the Mexican border because that's closer to them and work to to get through it. And, oh, and yeah, so that's... It's, in the, it's in the day it's, you know, it's, it's your kind of high stature, lower stature, different race kind of conflicts having to kind of get over that shit and just kind of survive, which it was an element I really liked in the, in the very first purge movie, the Ethan Hawke one. So, so I liked that we kind of went back to that and you kind of don't think about that because you had so many movies in between. So when we're kind of getting back to that interesting element on top of just kind of this whole new kind of concept of what we think of the purge and these movies, I, I think you definitely needed to kind of, do that instead of kind of the same old formula oh absolutely and i think we should be very appreciative 
of it for doing that. And look, as 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 far as the story goes, that's that's kind of this movie. It's a, it's very much a get to the border movie, isn't it? Yeah. Um, mm-hmm. And a, a, applause for Canada and Mexico for being nice. Oh, yes, and, for, and opening people. the borders up. Yeah. I must say. I also, uh, yes. Also, what a terrifying, but also looking at it from from over here from from my particular perspective terrifying that the us could fall into such chaos as 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 happens in this movie but also i'm sat here thinking yeah that could happen couldn't it though yes the sad part is that like we really could sit back and think this could really happen i mean january 6th was like a huge kind of like thing to be like i mean yeah you you oh, rally is... people up enough you make these people feel a certain way about this country and, and what their part in it is and, and radicalize them to a certain degree that you're not going to be able to control them you have them and you think you have them in your pocket for when you need them but what happens when they go beyond you you know because you've made them yeah. you've emboldened them enough to feel like they can do that this is you know, this is for me where where the kind of real world terrifying nature of these yes, movies kind yeah. of comes in, and this is why where I kind of am turned off by them. I I say turned off by them simply because this is my own personal feelings. Yes, you like I don't your say horror turn, to not feel so real. Correct. <laughs> I don't say turned off by them as though they shouldn't be doing it why not do it of course they should be doing it if this is what they want to if this is the movie they want to make if this is the story they want to tell of course they should be doing it because it, it you know god it, it really it speaks well to the real world and of course we should be mirroring things that happen in the real world we should be mirroring real world fears in our horror movies of any era this is exactly what horror does it's what yeah. horror's done for, for over a hundred years yeah it's done that so of course it should be doing that i have no problem with that it is simply a personal feeling so i i, I massively appreciate the movie for feeling and um, for making me feel like even as, as somebody who doesn't live in America is not an American person as feeling genuinely terrified for the safety of a big world country. Yeah. <laughs> that something like this could happen. We've seen smaller instances of potentially things. And for God's sake, we hope we, we never get to that again. You know, as in, you know, a la January 6th and all this business. Yeah. We, we never want to see something like that again. Um, but, but yeah, this like movie, you said, it's, this it's movie very... shows that attitude, and and yeah. why not show that attitude? But God, if it doesn't genuinely play on your as own ext- fears, yeah. as extreme as it is, you your part of your brain is definitely like that could actually really happen. I could see America and people in this country really taking it that far and, and god is it, is it an extreme movie i mean this is a very very extreme movie if i thought the first purge was actually quite low-key um in, in you know in, in terms of the kind of excessiveness um yes there's 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 
very serious imagery in there. There's there's some heavy-handed moments that we talked about in there, sure. This, I don't know whether it was the brightness of this movie or whatever, because that that cannot be, you know, underplayed as how significant an aspect of this movie that that is for me. Just yeah. the fact that it's everything's just so easy to see, and it's the, the <laughs> daytime. There's something yeah. inherently innocent about the daytime that when you're putting all these horrific things in the daytime, it makes it ten times worse. Yes. So it does feel very extreme to me. I mean, the 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 the, the levels of racism shown by some of the, um, I suppose, forever purges in this movie does take it to an extreme level. Oh and, yeah, and you, you, and you because almost, you have to have that. <laughs> of course you do. I mean, there's there, there's an individual in this movie with the swastika uh, tattoo on his cheek. And just who who has given him this tattoo? <laughs> what? Yeah. I, I I hope to God this wasn't a tattoo parlor who's given him this tattoo. It's just eh, okay. You pay. You know. Sure, that's what you're going to pay. Dollars. You yeah, can have that. We'll do whatever yeah, you want, fine. sir. Yeah. No. Um, we shouldn't but they be also, doing this. You know, These are the and... kind of weird things <laughs> I think about while watching a movie. Who's well, yeah, given this I man mean... this tattoo? Yeah, I mean, we had people like that in, in, all peppered out throughout this franchise. Um, but yeah, you always have to kind of have your big emboldened, you know, obvious racist characters so that, the, you know, you have somebody... But they just to... felt they just felt so much. They just felt so extreme. Possibly yeah, because it, it was, was... a little too much. It, possibly again, and I don't mean to generalize, but possibly again because it was Texas and because it was about Mexicans, specifically yes. Mexicans. Um, yes. you could you could <laughs> Perhaps. put any 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 form of of Latin American individual in this, but this movie does specifically deal with Mexicans. Um, there is kind of a more <laughs> okay, yeah. This this is an unfortunate side of reality that kind of does happen, isn't it? Yes. But I mean, um, I do, I do appreciate that. Like we have, you know, we talked about Josh Lucas's character kind of being this low, like, you know, he he doesn't think he is, but you know, he kind of has the, the those vibes of of definitely a quiet you know, racist. He's a quiet yes. racist. So I like that to know Tuerta and him. You know, they're driving because they're on the run, kind of headed to the border in this big kind of uh, RV, and they have a real conversation about it. You know, and he says, and he, and, you know, to know Tuerta calls him out and he says, I think you're probably a racist or whatever. And, and he's like, you know, I don't think I am. I don't have anything against you, but I just don't think we should mix. Like, oh, yeah, he's, he's very, he's know, very in favor of segregation. I think you should stay. Yeah. I think you should do what you do and I'll do what I do. And we just keep to ourselves. And, and so I think over time, over this kind of whole mission, I think it's it's a learning curve for him. So it's I like it. that they kind of use this as a teachable moment for this character to kind of learn that, you know, having that mentality is just as bad as as being outright about it, you know? Yeah, and I think uh, that's a teachable moment for anybody, for anybody yes. watching the movie as well. Yeah. Um, so I like that they took that time to address it, and I don't know if that speaks to kind of having a Mexican director uh, yes. who can kind of speak to those prejudices and understand them and understand these characters. Um, 
but I appreciated that they took the time to kind of have those moments with these characters and and flesh them out because you have so much crazy stuff going on. You want to at least have some characters that really y- you care about a little bit and are grounded a little bit. Because I mean, I think that's where anarchy kind of dropped the ball a little bit because absolutely we just didn't get enough of those characters and the moments we got with them were very kind of surface level and they try and they they try to kind of pepper in deeper things but it felt like a little uh, too little too late you know in, in terms of it getting did. to know and care about these characters the only character you kind of really care about maybe is frank grillo but even then yeah. he's still very surface and focused like you said so yeah but i mean i think that's a fair point i think you do you do care about his story in Anarchy, but you, you don't really with anybody else's. And look at the, the end of this movie, the end of The Forever Purge. Yes, okay, it's treated a little bit, um, obviously, or, or somewhat heavy-handedly. Josh Lucas's um, redemption, I suppose, he's kind of saying, I'm not a racist anymore. I like everyone now. He thumbs up, yeah. <laughs> Two thumbs up for Mexicans. And this yes. is basically what Josh Lucas is like at the end of this movie. Yeah. Or it comes across as that anyway. And yes, okay, you, you, you need to have that character journey in there. You need to have that character redemption in there. I, I do wish that would have been done a little bit, not just by saying gracias to Tino Huerta, <laughs> you know, yes. and just like, I speak Spanish now. Spanish now, now. that means up. I don't hate you. <laughs> yeah, it felt very kind of easy. Um, but yeah, I mean, seeing them kind of have to fight together through the night and and, and get where they needed to go. Yeah. The Adela character, like I said, there was kind of a little bit of an allusion to her having a past in kind of being able to fight and i guess she talks about how she was a part of this like all women kind of group who would fight against the cartels in mexico so i'm like okay yeah. like they, they gave her like a reasoning that made sense but it was kind of cool and and you know informs the character a little bit so i like that they kind of gave her that thing uh josh lucas's sister she kind of has a little flirty thing with one of the ranch hand guys um tt so like i like that they had a little kind of you know uh, uh, really showing that these people you know need to come together but Mm. you know and kind of building this little support system within you know these two kind of very different groups of people and kind of merging them together in this very difficult situation so i liked that we we got a lot of kind of them coming together and learning from each other and, and really kind of working to protect each other, that kind of whole dynamic. So, I mean, yeah, yeah we're just following them, trying to get to the border and, and fighting their way through. And, and I, I appreciated it for kind of trying to do something different. I think near the end, of course, it becomes very much like your typical purge movie where it they just introduce a very extremist racist villain that just kind of appears all of a sudden that that's kind of now the big boss that we're following by the end, yeah. which happens, I think, in all of these movies except the first. It's so... not as <laughs> it, it isn't as um, politically taught as election year. Um, yeah. it, it's it's more heavy-handed than yeah. that one was, and that one yes. was it was pretty extreme. You know, election year with its political goings on, its political themes, it, its you know the political ideologies of the founding fathers and all this business, the new founding fathers was very very 
obvious was very very you know extreme i think this movie was just treated its extreme characters extremely rather than treating its extreme characters as quite uh, believable i think i think there's some elements to this one that that are unbelievable whether that's a good thing or a bad thing whether you're a type of movie watcher whatever i do think it would have played to the movie's benefit more if the extreme racists hadn't have been quite as extremely portrayed however the scary thing is that those people possibly do do exist yes um and i think that that's just kind of what these movies have have built up it's like your your final destination you're gonna get you're waiting for the crazy kills it's always the same yeah. thing it's yeah. always the, kind of the same energy this movie has kind of your crazy purgers your extreme characters you know your extreme kills on purge night like those are kind of your iconic things that this franchise has built up so you know you can't have a purge movie without some some of the same kind of flavors so no no you know, i suppose they, not. they had to pepper those things in there but i think they really did a good job crafting a story that did something at least kind of different than what the other ones did so i i you know this was a new one for me this was a first time watch for me and i actually enjoyed it for just trying to do something different for really putting the focus on these two groups of people having to work together and 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 kind of having different perspectives and making that work and seeing if they could kind of work through that for the greater good of just trying to survive um so I, i liked that that's kind of the story they were telling uh um and just kind of seeing the extreme you know it definitely upped the ante but did it in a way that was kind of interesting and different than what we've seen in other purge movies with all kind of while still incorporating all those familiar elements that we get in a purge movie so yes uh, uh, applause for the different take from the yes. forever purge i yeah. think it has to be said well <laughs> yes janine yeah I think there we go. The end of our Purge series, finishing with the double feature of the first Purge and the Forever Purge. Would you like a little ranking from me? Yes, yes. What, what are your, I mean, I don't know what yours is. Um, mine, I would have to say, is probably uh, the Purge on the top. So the first okay. movie. Mm-hmm. Uh, the first Purge at number two. And then probably... I'd probably go election year forever and anarchy as three, okay. four, and five. Wow. Okay. Mine would probably um, be. Yeah. I actually really love. I love election year. I don't know if it's just all the sexual tension between Frank Grillo. I and think the it senator. is. Yes. I mean, <laughs> so yeah, I'd go election year, the purge, the Ethan Hawke one, um, the first purge. Yeah, and then you know forever, and I'd probably put it in there or anarchy last too. Yeah. Boo anarchy. Boo <laughs> to purge anarchy. This one feels more anarchic than the purge anarchy does anyway. So, you know, this forever purge, doesn't it? This is true anarchy. Yeah. What happens mm-hmm. at the end of this movie? The US is is just an anarchic state now. Yeah, it's just it, they're it, just it, trying it, to figure it out. Yeah. They're an and unorganized like the kind of... state. They don't exist as a government. Yes, and then like they show this really interesting visual of the map of like, you know, you see the borderline, Mexico's calm and quiet, and like everything in the US side is all like burning on fire. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, it's crazy. Craziness. Craziness. Yeah. But yeah. yes, the Purge series comes to an end 
on Morgan hasn't yes. seen so didn't, didn't totally hate them. Oh, no, no, no. Your fears was were I a bit unwarranted. To? I mean, you just got to trust me. You didn't hate them. I you know. You didn't inherently, like, love them like you'll go watch them again. But you you enjoyed I'm, them. I'm, I may very well watch the first The first one. Again. Yeah. I may okay. very well do that. I, I, or I should say, if somebody wants to watch it, I won't say. Walk out of the room. I won't walk out like. of the room. It's it's kind of one of those situations, I think. <laughs> Well, yay. Um, I, I, I'll take that as a success then. Okay. Well, yes. There we this go. Was a big, it was a big milestone for us because you were wholeheartedly against these. So I was really, really curious to see what your your thoughts would be. And I think, you know, we had some good conversations about these movies. So yay. Oh, we certainly our, did. Our spooky season watch, even though these weren't inherently, you know, horror movies, you know, they're still classified as, as such. They are. So, they are. you know, but um, I hope you enjoyed yourself and I enjoyed uh you know showing you a whole new franchise of films that you know we're, yes. we're <laughs> avoided definitely yes yeah. definitely i think next uh next month um november we have a, a pretty big series on morgan hasn't seen as well don't yes. we in terms, of, in terms of an individual that is a massive name i believe we'll be talking some spielberg movies yeah there's a, there's a few that i haven't spielberg. seen yeah there's a, there's obviously plenty i have oh yes because he's done that it's many outliers. movies mm-hmm. there is a few outliers so yes that is what is coming next month on morgan hasn't seen of course this is not the only show we have on this podcast feed we have the main show every friday it's a wonderful podcast where we celebrate old movies we discover new old movies we show old movies love that is what we do over there we are closing out october on that show with a retrospective on the thing so the thing from another world 51 john carpenter's the thing and the prequel the thing from 2011 that is a great episode of the main show every friday is that show and every monday is monday madness with morgan and the machine our chilled show our topical show we talk about what's going on we have sent nice central discussions we play some games news reviews all kind of great stuff on monday madness monday wednesday friday you can find us on the it's a wonderful podcast feed on anchor apple podcast spotify stitcher google podcast Castbox, amazon music and everywhere else or of course on the it's a wonderful podcast youtube channel subscribe ding your notification bells over there for video monday madness every single week as well as reviews and retro trailer reactions movie collection videos watch alongs live discussions all the crazy stuff we have on the youtube channel as well we spoke about the patreon before if you would like to support us there we would love you forever but you can also find the show on twitter at it's a wonderful one find me on twitter at the purple dom with a three instead of the e and the because janine three is the magic number on instagram at the purple dom all your purge related stuff is where <laughs> that's not fair you're not the purge <laughs> no no i'm not um but you can find me at janine to be underscore on twitter janine to be on instagram and tiktok if you want to get any merch for any of our shows you can find that at our uh, teespring shop to search uh, it's a wonderful podcast on teespring.com some fun designs over there and if you want to purchase any of my art and print form you can find that at my big cartel shop g9design.bigcartel.com there we go i think there's only one thing left to do janine treat us to another purge alarm voice <laughs> 
I can't do that lady's voice. (laughs) This is the end of the purge. Bye. We don't like the purge away.